I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers Web Zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. You know what else is a point about the interior? And I think you're completely right. I think you start to build around the quarterback and that could be what they're doing. But when you look at these two Super Bowl losses and a million things happen within the course of a mm-hmm. game that cause you to lose, typically not one thing. But two plays that stick out to me, one, it was towards the end of the fourth quarter for 2019. Mm-hmm. I think it was Chris Jones who batted the ball down yep. because of interior pressure because you had a guard like Person, Pearson, I don't know his name. Person. But just sort of run in the middle. Mm-hmm. Guard, mm-hmm. just kind of stick in there and hope you know you can get away with it. They've then never look at this had year. a good right guard ever. No, ever. Then, ever. And then you look, then you look at this year. You could say Feliciano had a good year. I, I understand that. I know they want to bring him back. I like him back as a depth piece. I don't like sure. him back as the starter. He got benched in Buffalo two years ago. The Giants. I know he played center, but there were issues there. Um, he had a good year with the Niners, but you know I don't know these long term answer. But anyway, he gets hurt, so he's not there in um, overtime and you have Burford there. And again, that's where that rush comes from where the Niners had to settle for a field goal. Mm-hmm. So that right guard position, two Super Bowls now, you could point to a play in each of them, at least one where you mm-hmm. said, holy shit, if that play goes, that one play goes differently, they may have two rings. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's yeah. not, and I yeah, know there were a million other things that happened. I'm not saying yeah. that there were, yeah. but those, but two that's plays, one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah that were, were huge. And it was because of the right guard where you were like, ah, well, uh, just, you just had a serviceable rando and Feliciano Grady had a good year. He's a serviceable rando. Um, Spencer Burford, I know he's a young player, but he's a serviceable rando. Mm-hmm. And Mike Person was a Pearson. I, I can't literally Person. forgot the guy's name already. Was, was a service serviceable rando. So yeah. you got those guys in there and, and those types of things happen when <laughs> I guess you have those players. So, so that's really interesting, but the Drew Brees, and I, I saw a thing where Drew Brees even said Brock Purdy reminds him a little bit of himself. And there is some Drew Brees comparisons there. And, and the way the Saints built the offense, it's, it's a great point. Protection up the middle, mm-hmm. Purdy throws the anticipation. You got to make some changes. So, yeah, man, that's exciting because I 
when we're talking about all the, the changes the Niners need to make, we're not up here like, they're not going to do it. They're horrible. We're just like, this is what we see. And this is mm -hmm. what we think they have to do. And what yeah. we've seen with Shanahan and Lynch, for the most part, they understand the assignment. And it seems like they they kind of do right now. Um, you can get into a middle million things that frustrate you during the game or whatever, blah, 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 whatever. But when, they, when, when they're building this roster, like you said, they are going for it. I don't think they're going to have a season where they're going to rest on their laurels and be like, oh, well, we're going to take a couple steps back or whatever. I think they're always going to try to go for it in some way, shape, or form. And that is really exciting. So, yeah, that's this article's got me. Again, I don't want to see Debo leave, but he's not going to be here past the show. He's just not yeah. past the season. Kittle's yeah. in his early 30s. Love George Kittle. All-time 49er. We're going to, what is he, top four in receiving yards right now, I think, yep. or five, whatever it is. He's he's going to be an all-time Niner. Mm -hmm. Probably not going to be here in two years. It's just the game. It's just the game. Like I said, Ronnie yeah. Lott didn't finish his career. They let Roger Craig go. Joe Montana, I know it was Steve Young was there, but just the yeah. way that it is, man. It's just the way that it is. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So the second half of the article is essentially kind of I don't want to call it predictions, but he talks about mm -hmm. prior before they make any any decisions on players, the draft, all of that. Shanahan has one significant decision to make, and that again is defensive coordinator. And uh, they interviewed uh, Daniel Bullocks today. They also interviewed Dave Merritt, the secondary coach for the Chiefs today. Uh, you and I talked a little bit about that prior to recording. And, you know, trying to figure out, is this more of a Rooney rule, uh, you know, satisfying the Rooney rule, which is you have to interview two minority candidates outside of the organization. Dave Merritt is an African-American coach. Um, but to me, Dave Merritt, I, I think is the home run hire to me personally. I think Dave Merritt mm -hmm. is the home run hire specifically because uh, he has a wealth of experience both in New England and then uh, underneath Steve Spagnolo, he's been Spagnolo's uh, secondary coach for the last five seasons. He was a linebacker in the NFL for four seasons. He's also been a linebackers coach, a D line coach, and a secondary coach. So he's done it all, and he's just well versed in Spagnolo's defense and the concepts and all of that. And hey, if you can't beat him, you might as well take one of the guys that knows. <laughs> the the most about that defense to not only help lead your defense and make your defense better, but also help your offensive play caller better understand how to attack that other defense if and when they face each other again. So to me, Merritt is the home run hire. But here's what I think is interesting with what Silver said. Uh, you know, again, he's talking about uh, Shanahan needing to hire a coordinator. Uh, he said he that he has entertained several ideas, including trying to pry defensive coordinator Jeff Ulbrich. We talked about that last episode uh, yep. from New York. That isn't working out. And so he says, Silver says in his article, the two most likely candidates at this point are current defensive passing game and nickel back coach Nick Sorensen mm -hmm. and former Chargers head coach Brandon Staley. 
That's what, what Mike is saying. Those are probably the two leading candidates. Mike says, if the decision comes down to those two, Nick Sorensen and Brandon Staley, what makes more sense for a team trying to win a championship in 2024? Mike says, the answer is pretty obvious. For all the grief Staley received during his three-year tenure as Chargers head coach, he has proven to be an elite NFL defensive coordinator under suboptimal circumstances. Hired by Rams head coach Sean McVay after the 2019 season, shortly before the league and the world shut down because of the COVID-19 pandemic, Staley spent his first few months on the job installing his defensive system and teaching it to his players over Zoom. That's not an easy thing to do. As, a, mm-hmm. as an educator, as, a, as an independent study educator who teaches over Zoom, that's not easy to do. I can speak to that with authority. I do it as a job. It's not easy, right? And so in order to be good at that, you have to be good at communicating. You have to be good at teaching. He said the results were amazing. The Rams had finished the previous season with the league's 13th ranked defense, but shot up to number one in 2020. And then Staley was in play for jobs and ended up in LA. He said, no, his Chargers teams weren't at at that same level defensively. Yes, Staley surely has been humbled. The bottom line is that Staley is a huge admirer of Shanahan who has worked closely and effectively with Shanahan's chief coaching rival. And by coming north, Staley would have a stellar opportunity to resurrect his reputation. Not only that, but he says Staley's a Vic Fangio protege who would retain the 49ers wide nine front, likely keeping linebackers Fred Warner and Greenlaw in their current roles. And Staley would tweak things on the back end, deploying the secondary and cloud coverage. Granted, that's what Wilkes, who was also an accomplished secondary coach, did. but it didn't work out the way that Shanahan wanted. Uh, but it doesn't mean Staley and the Fangio top principles won't be a better fit. And on Tuesday, Lynch was asked whether his stated desire to retain the 49ers current defensive identity ruled out Staley. Lynch indicated basically the opposite, explaining that you always have to evolve and bringing up the fact that Sala employed the wide nine into the Seattle defense because they hired Chris Kasurik in 2019 and it was a way to help evolve that scheme. And so, again, just because Staley, you know, ran what he ran with the Rams, ran what he ran with the Chargers, doesn't mean that he can't come in and run what he wants to, what Shanahan wants to run. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but Staley has a proven track record as a defensive play caller. Granted, one season, but that one season was elite. And so, to me, it sounds like Mike Silver's kind of priming the pump that Brandon Staley might be the leader in the clubhouse. 